Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. So excited for today's episode. I first just wanted to say thank you for everyone who listens. If you are listening to this right now, I would love for you to come over to Instagram and share with me where in the world you're listening from because I think we the podcast has now hit over eight or nine countries and we have everywhere from the Seychelles to America to obviously in the UK, we've got Hungary, we've got so many different places and I really really love that, I love the global reach and the global impact we can make with this podcast so feel free to come and chat and say hi on Instagram if you would like to and today we're gonna get into a juicy one, I think this is gonna be a bit of a beef, bit of a a beef, a beast. (laughs) of an episode and it's a one that I feel really strongly about having a conversation on it's a one that I am quite uh, I'm okay with being misunderstood on because I know that that will probably happen if you have not listened to the podcast episode I think it's number three episode number three about being misunderstood in business you might want to listen to that because what I'm about to say is yeah I don't know I think it's people have very strong opinions on but I feel like I have an interest in kind of thing to add into the mix and something that I think is really important to discuss. So without further ado, we will get into it. Today we're talking about hard work and business, why I believe in hard work, why I'm an advocate for it, why I will work hard probably for the rest of my life, Um, why I don't see it as a bad thing and I don't have this really toxic negative vibe towards it. Um, And yeah, we're going to get into it. So before we kind of start going left right and center with this I want to just touch on the idea of privilege because when we have these kind of conversations I know that it is multifaceted it's nuanced and I just want to preference this whole episode by episode by saying that I am speaking on behalf of myself and from my personal experience I don't wish to speak on behalf of other people I may bring in an anecdotal kind of bits and pieces here and there but I'm just wanting to make this very clear that this is my opinion And I also thought, for those of you who don't know me as well, and maybe this is the first episode you're stumbling across, hello, (laughs) welcome. Here are just some bits about me for context. So I am a white woman, so I obviously hold a lot of privilege in terms of my race. I am in my 20s, I have a chronic illness that affects me daily. Um, Some would say I am not kind of able-bodied. I have... Uh, various mental health conditions. I'm severely dyslexic. What else is interesting maybe to add into this mix? I, from a class perspective, grew up from a very, I come from a very working class family and household and I have somewhat shifted, I suppose you could say, and I'm always trying to remember to re-kind of align uh, the privilege that's there because I definitely have, you know, made more money than every year that many of my family members have ever done and and things like that my economic status has shifted somewhat 
and you can probably tell in my voice when I talk about that that that's still something that's very interesting to me and something that is a journey and a, a real picture to to look into but essentially what I'm trying to say is my everyday and the choices and the opportunities I have available to me now are very different from what I had when I was growing up in my younger years. I am state educated and yeah I don't know if this I probably missed a whole host of things there so sorry if I have I, I haven't intentionally. Um, I'm in a heterosexual relationship yeah those are kind of all I had to say really on that um, but I wanted to kind of put that in off the bat because I think it's really important and you know all of the intersectionalities that play together I think really are important. So the first thing I want to talk about when we come and talk about hard work and business is in case you haven't already realised my opinion on this is that I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's important I personally believe you do have to work hard to succeed in business we will go into that more today about what that means and depending on what you want but I, off the bat, will, I I don't have an issue with working hard. I identify as someone who works hard and I do not see that as a bad thing. I see it as a positive thing. And I think that there's this real negative culture being made about working hard and quite a judgmental one at that. And I really would like to challenge that in society because I just think it's a very worrying place to be and a very dangerous tone to be set in. One thing I wanted to kind of talk about is this idea of when we have these media out pangs, which does happen a lot. We had it, you know, earlier in the year in 2022 as we're recording this with Molly May, or was that in 2021? I don't know. But, you know, Molly May, there was a whole thing with Stephen Bartlett's podcast where she came out and said about everyone having the same 24 hours a day. And there was a whole kind of, that was very brief. There's a kind of a whole thing with that. Then there's also Kim Kardashian who came out and, you know, said various things about people not wanting to work hard these days, etc, etc. And both women were severely criticised and, you know, some people would say rightfully so and they were pulled apart and all the rest of it. And there is many others who also have done that, but those are the two kind of big cases. It happens and has happened for years and years and will happen for years and years. The one thing I really want to touch on here is my issue with this whole kind of problem we're creating in society around this is that it is never men. We never ever hold men to this standard that we hold women to and it really disturbs me. It really does not sit well. It baffles me how many women take issue with other women yet will not take issue with any man and I really kind of feel that until we all in the world are equal, I don't buy into it. I don't I don't accept it as, well, you know, she's a woman so she can say, you know, she shouldn't say X, Y and Z. However, this isn't a whole episode about the left and right. Sorry, that sounded very political. I do not mean it in a political sense. I just meant left and right in the sense of who is right and who is wrong and all the rest of it with those celebrity figureheads. That is not what this episode's about, but I do want to bring that in because I think it's an interesting conversation and it's something that I have many opinions on and I also think that people blow out of proportion and choose very interestingly what they take issue with and what they don't. So the first thing I wanted to say on that is just that it is not about you if you work hard. Like I think people make these comments about themselves so they make whatever somebody said and try and apply it to their life and that's what we do right we listen to a podcast and you're applying this to your life now so it's natural it's human behavior but what people do is they just take stuff out of context so so much and you know it's not even about them in the first place 
So if you work hard and, you know, you go and do whatever you need to do and you crack on, then like, is it about you? I'm not convinced it is. And I think we have such a vast difference, in, especially in this country, in the UK where I am based, you know, we have huge varying differences in what we class as a definition of working hard. And I mean, the, the whole definition of hard work is difficult to contextualise anyway. But I do struggle with this idea that we are living in a world today where everything has to be about us as individuals and everything has to be that. And it's like, hang on a minute, is it though? Or is it just about somebody else? And it's not about you for once. The other thing that I don't like with this whole culture where we are demonising working hard is women are just constantly being pitched against each other. It's this constant, so-and-so does this, but the other one does this and, oh, well, she's better because she works less. So, oh, she's better because she has more money and X, Y, and Z. And that just doesn't sit well with me either. I think there's this real negative culture that we're creating and something that needs to, again, is not as prevalent in men. And what I should have mentioned at the top of the episode is I am a huge feminist and I stand for women and everything that I do in my day-to-day work with May James as a business, you know, we help women and my whole kind of mission is about social mobility and getting people shifting their social status and allowing them to have money and be financially empowered and to never have to stay in a marriage if they don't want to because they don't have the money etc etc because for me that is so so important and I truly believe to my core that the research shows and the kind of collective conscience kind of decides that you know women the, the world will be a better place when women have one equality but also have more money and that for me is such a mission for life. So you might feel like this episode is very tarnished that way and that's fine that that like it is. There's no <laughs> there's no way of beating around the bush with that. I am very open in my opinions and what I try and do and what I stand for. But I am assuming if you're listening to this, you're probably a woman yourself and so I think many of us are on the same page with this. So when we say that you know, oh hard work you know should we should we demonize it should we not all the rest of it the one thing I come back to a lot is when we have a success story when you hear success you know in the media everybody really says they worked hard right there's very few people who are like oh yeah great thanks and it was an absolute ball like let's be honest how many times do people say that and I'm not saying that hard work has to be negative and I think this is where people get very confused so as I'm saying to you I love working hard because I do I genuinely love my work I love working hard it is something that fulfills me hugely have I had a negative relationship with working hard in the past yeah for sure I've done it where it's been you know slightly toxic in the sense of you use it to help you get through situations and you know not in positive lights okay But there is many people who work hard and do so in a really healthy, sustainable manner and enjoy it because we work hard because we love what we do. And I think I struggle to meet anyone who has been exceptionally successful in their life and in their chosen career path and hasn't worked hard. It just doesn't happen, in my opinion. I just don't believe it. Now, your definition of working hard and my definition might be different. And I think that's where people get confused because, you know, from my perspective, I don't correlate the amount of hours worked with whether or not you've worked hard. Don't get me wrong, I do work a lot of hours and that's because I choose to, but do I have to? No. But I'd still work hard even if I didn't do a lot of hours. So the definition of working hard 
does need to be defined and redefined in many people's minds, especially women, especially for those of us who maybe you've seen a picture of working hard, maybe that's your childhood and your family and your parents, and switching what that looks like and what that means. The um, the kind of anecdote to that is also going back to what I was saying earlier, that I would really invite everyone to stop getting offended so much about everything they hear. You know, it comes back to this thing of, is it about you? Is that message meant for you? I put out messages on social media every single day and some messages are meant for some people and some messages are meant for someone else. I can't control who takes that message and who does what they do with it. But at the end of the day, like, you can change your messaging and not everything we read online is about us and is meant for us. And so I really think that we need to take personal responsibility and use emotional intelligence. Like use emotional intelligence to guide your decision making of what you are filtering through your mind and what makes sense and what doesn't. The next thing I wanted to say, which again is probably going to be controversial, is I believe that life is hard. I believe life is hard and I also believe that it's kind of a bit of a tough shit moment. Now I say this from someone who has been through a hell of a lot in their life. I would go as far as to say I've been through an amount, a higher amount than what some would may go through in a whole lifetime. And I'm not saying that for sympathy. I am not saying that for any kind of, you know, (laughs) anything other than explaining my point and where I stand on this. And I think that it's really important to acknowledge that life throws stuff at us. We can't control everything. As much as we want to, we can't control everything. And until we start accepting that, people are going to get triggered and they're going to get offended for as long as time can tell. But as someone who has been through a lot in their life that is out of the control of myself and for many of the people around me, whether that, and I'm not, I'm not going to go into what I've been through because I don't, I'm, I don't need to share that with you and I, you know, I don't feel like that's necessary. But there has been very various different things throughout my childhood, adolescent, you know, whatever, the whole, the whole shebang of my short time on this planet. Um, and you know, the ultimate thing is life's hard. Life's really hard. And my life's been turned upside down numerous times, numerous times. And there's been times where I thought it couldn't get any worse and then bang, it's got worse. There's times where I thought I couldn't keep on going and I was never gonna, you know, come out of whatever I was going through and I did. And that is something for me that plays in my mind a lot because as someone who is not scared of hard work and as someone who advocates for it I think that comes from resilience building resilience and also being someone who's been through stuff in their life I think if you haven't been through anything in your life then that makes sense as to why you struggle with the concept of hard work or why you're triggered by people talking about it I think if you've been through a lot in your life hard work's kind of this like easy ride as much as I'm gonna put it that way right it's like some of us we just kind of go through it and we're like well if working hard is like a ticket to some degree to like happiness and what we want to get to and again I know that's you know problematic in some instances because the argument is that working hard is not the only thing at play which I do agree with but you know there's an element of working hard is very easy in comparison to some of the things we have to go we've been through and you might be listening to this who's also not your head and thinking, God, yeah, this is me. I have been through X, Y, and Z. And it is tough, but working hard and building a business is nothing compared to what I've been through. 
And that's something I really resonate with. And it's something that I encourage people who are going through a hard time to really sit with because I'm like as much as it's really hard and it's really shit and it's horrendous in the moment like it does build you up it builds your character it builds your resiliency brings builds your tenacity and it builds your grit and grit is one of the biggest skills you need in business and your perseverance is everything and I truly believe that through going through that stuff in life makes working hard a lot easier and it makes it a lot simpler Following on from that, staying in your own lane, I think, is the key here, right? It's about shutting down everyone else and it's about focusing on you and what do you want and what does it mean for you? Because I think when we focus on ourselves, we stop being so outward. We stop being so judgmental. We stop being so picky towards each other and we stop kind of bringing each other down. Because the reality of it is, is we're all human beings and we're all hugely flawed. We all have so many issues and problems and toxic traits and whatever else you want to label us as. Like, we're all, we're all messed up, yeah? I mean, I'm, I'm sat here recording this. I don't want you to think I'm some kind of martyr or think I'm some kind of, you know, way above everybody else. We are all the same in terms of we all have issues and we all have things that we're not great about ourselves and we all have weaknesses. And so when you get triggered by this stuff or when you feel a bit unsure about things, I would urge you to come back to yourself and say, what do I want? What words resonate with me? What doesn't feel good to me? If hard work and the term of working hard is something that really does not sit well with you, don't use it. Don't have it in your world. I can see why that would be annoying for you. But for me, it's like working hard is not a problematic word. Being busy, not a problematic word. For many people, being busy is a really bad word. And so it's important. I often get clients to find a different word for busy. Something like joyful, lively, fun, you know, something different from busy. But for me, busy doesn't have that negative connotation. Busy for me, I'm just like, yeah, cool, we're busy. But it's all about word association and language and linguistics is such an amazing part of, you know, our our world we live in. But it's also something that everybody needs to remember when they have such issues with people, other people saying certain things. Because I think it's important that everyone's allowed an opinion. Everyone should be able to say, you know, if Molly May wants to say X, Y and Z, then, you know, let her. It's our issue if we take issue with it, in my opinion, which I know some people are going to disagree with. But I think if we don't and we say everybody's responsible for everybody's feelings, it's like, where are we ever going to end on this? Like, what is the end point? We all need to be able to have an opinion and we need to be um, grown up about it and be able to be, you know, use our emotional intelligence. So that is where we're at so far. Hopefully you're still listening. (laughs) Some people will have switched off. And I think the one thing about podcasts I really miss is that we can't have a conversation because I think this sort of thing is a really great topic to have as a backwards and forwards conversation. So if you are listening to this and you do want to kind of share your opinions and if that's different to mine and you disagree with me or anything like that, like I am open to healthy debate, healthy, you know, constructive feedback, you know, talking things like this with through people, I think is important. And I also think it's important to say that we are record. I'm recording this on in April of 2022, and I know that my opinion on some of this stuff will change as you grow older, as you learn, as you develop, as you unveil different parts of yourself. 
things shift, right? But I also think it's important that we talk truthfully from the heart of what we know to be true with good intention, regardless of if we don't know everything. Because I think that's important and it's human psyche and it's how we all learn from each other. So the f- the other thing I wanted to talk about is that the people who get offended by this kind of stuff, I have found from my experience, are the people who don't do what they need to do to get where they want to get. And again, that's going to sound brutal, but I have like, in business, and I'm applying all this to business because that's the, it's a business podcast, it's like the people who I see who don't do what they need to do are the people who complain about this kind of stuff. The people who do do what they do and they just crack on and they do it and they do it even if they fail and they do it even if it's not right and even if, you know, it could have been improved, but they still do it. And these kind of people are the ones who win. But the people who don't are the people who, like, make excuses and they, you know, just find all the reasons not to. And as someone who's been there myself, I get it, right? I'm not saying I'm some kind of, like, queen at it, you know? I am a recovering perfectionist, a chronic procrastinator to the point where I was you know unable to do things like physically actually get anything done productively because I was just so taken with an illness almost of it I understand how difficult that can be sometimes but I also think it's important for us to not beat around the bush and for us to just say honestly like hang on a minute who wins in business who succeeds in business well from my experience it's the people who actually crack on and do the stuff and those are the people who don't really get offended by people saying that they work hard. That's all I'm saying on that one. The other thing that is an opportunity for you to question yourself is the idea of, if you don't buy into the concept of hard work, then that's fine. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like, rattled, frustrated, angry, annoyed, (laughs) like really triggered... It's okay. One, you don't need to listen to this episode. So you could just like switch off now and like go and listen to something else. But also like you don't have to like buy into that. You don't have to buy into the story. This is the whole point of what I'm saying. Like you choose your narrative and you choose what you listen to and you choose what you connect with. And so decide for yourself. But I have a big ask on this one. But what I do think is really important is that if you choose to not buy into the concept of hard work. I also think you then have to be really aware that you shouldn't glamorize the people who do it, but don't say they do. And this is like so, so important because there are so many people who don't say anything to do with work and hard work and what they've had to do and the sacrifice they've made and what's happened in their life to get them where they are today, but yet you glamorize them and you think that it is something wildly different. When the reality of it is, is that they've worked really fucking hard. And that for me is one of the most worrying signs. And it's where I see the most biggest lack of emotional intelligence is that people take everything a lot of the time at face value and they don't look deeper into it. And so just because someone has not commented on how much they work or what they've done and all the, you know, all the other things, people then just get drawn to them. But I also want to invite you to think about the idea that some people who are successful may not wish to, and nor should they if they don't want to, I'm not saying everyone should, they don't talk about that. 
So then you start making these bizarre assumptions in your head of like, oh, well, they did this, that and the other and they make this amount of money every year and they didn't work hard. They didn't do this amount of days or they didn't have to do X, Y, and Z. You don't know that. You're making an assumption. And it comes back to this idea of like, I work with some incredible women. I work with women who are running amazing businesses, building companies who are building teams and hiring people and, you know, are incredible thought leaders. And I'm yet to meet one who doesn't really work hard or hasn't worked hard at some point, okay? And I'm sorry if that's blunt. I'm sorry if that's not the answer you want to hear. I'm not saying that they work hard and have had to work hard every single day for the whole of their life. But what I am saying is like, at some point somewhere along the line, they had to go and really put the graft in for like a significant prolonged period of time. It's important. Yes, there will always be outliers. Yes, there will always be people who are born into certain situations where they haven't had to work hard. Yes, there will be people born into privilege that allows them such space and expansion for many things to be easy. I.e. they may have a nanny, they may have cleaners, they may have a whole team of people helping them and therefore it makes doing their work a lot easier. I am never denying that and I never think that it is not real. I don't buy into the idea that we do all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce because let's face it, we don't. If we all did, then yeah, let's be interested to see the playing field. But what I do think is important is that we acknowledge that just because somebody has support doesn't take away from the thing that they've achieved in their life. And that's something that took me a long time to get to. So if you're listening to this and you feel, again, triggered, I want you to just sit with the feeling because it's the opinion I'm at today has taken me a hell of a long time. And if I'd recorded this episode like five years ago, I know my thought process would be different. But I've had to do so much personal development and growth to get me there to this place. And as I said earlier, it will change and it will develop. But I want to encourage you to look at hard work as a vehicle and as something that is really helpful. But I also want to bring in this idea of strategy and bring in the idea of (sighs) there are people in this world who work extremely hard and they work so damn hard and they get nothing for it. And that is a horrible, brutal reality, right? There are people in the world, in various different countries, in this country, in the UK, who work their butts off and they get very little back. And then this is where I think it, the the work and hard thing gets lost. And this is where the most of the kind of issue comes from. So when I talk about working hard in business to get to where you want to go, the biggest thing I'm talking about is that in tandem with having clear concise, results-driven, proven strategy. Because without that, then yeah, you can work as much as you want, but if it ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna work, right? And that's where most people get stuck. That's why we founded the company May James. That's why I do what I do every single day to help women. Because I know that it doesn't matter how much work you do. If it ain't gonna work out, it ain't gonna work out. And that's why we equip women with the skills and the plans and the strategy and the tools and the mindset shifts that are needed in order for this to happen. Because I think this is the piece that people miss out, right? My mother worked hard for the whole of her life and worked extremely hard in a variety of different careers and never got the financial 
payback, which many people are, you know, when we talk about working hard, a lot of people attach that to money. So I'm just going to go with that for now. She never got that, right? She worked for the public sector or she worked in education and she worked in, you know, like many people across the country and across the world who work in places that are not, you know, maybe private sector or they're not corporate or they're not their own business. And you work damn hard and you get very little back. And I just want to acknowledge that and say, yeah, that's really shit. I I really, really do appreciate that that is horrific. But what I'm also talking to you is I'm talking to you if you have a business and you have an opportunity to change that. And you also have an opportunity to change that for the people who work with you, which is something that I think is really, really important. But going back to this idea that you have the ability to change that, it comes down to this idea of, is the time you're putting into your business strategic and focused? Because if it's not, you might as well not do it. I truly believe that. If you are just randomly wasting time doing random things with no clear thought pattern and no clear plan, yeah, you probably are wasting your time. So you've got to get on board. You've got to get, you know, strategy clear. You've got to come and like, I don't know, work with people like me. Work with someone who can give you a clear path to success where it's like, go and do this stuff. Yes, there'll be challenges. Yes, it's not a clear path. Yes, it's not this road that is just free flowing and easy and simple. It's not. I, you know, I do pretty damn good job at what I do, but I cannot be a fairy godmother and make everyone just work hard and it all work out. There is so much nuance. But what I am saying to you is find ways of creating clear steps forward for yourself that are strategic and are measured. And many people do that. You know, I appreciate that working with me one-on-one is not something that everyone can access therefore I do scholarships we have different things that we offer people different funds and you know various different things I do initiatives to help people access that but I also look back on my journey and look at what I did I mean I funneled profit from one business to another to start May James I invested in myself and used like birthday money and money that I literally didn't have but someone gifted to me to pay for a microphone like it was the stuff I would do I was resent I was resentless no (laughs) what am I trying to say oh my goodness this is like ah I was relentless in my pursuit of success I was relentless in what I was deciding to do and so I want to just say to you if you want something go after it and find ways of doing it There is always a way somewhere along the line to get what you want and you are going to need hard work along the way. You're also going to need strategy and clear vision. You're also maybe going to need a little luck in there. Now, luck's not something I particularly believe in. However, I do understand it comes to play in some people's journeys. I am not someone yet who has experienced (laughs) this amazing thing that's called luck, but hey-ho, I'm always open to it and I will keep the door open for the day it does. But, you know, be really open and clear with yourself of like, yes, all of these things come into play and all of this is relevant. The other thing to talk about here is the amount of work you need to put into your business depends on and then therefore dictates what size of business you're building. If you want to build a million dollar business, then you're going to need X amount. If you want a billion dollar, you're going to need X amount. Like, You've got to decide what you're going for. If you need five grand a month, you're going for a certain level. You know, like, I I think it's important for us to be clear on as well. Coming back to this idea about, is it even about you? Before we start internalising all these things about ourselves, think to yourself, you know, what, what am I, what is my goal? Stay in my lane. Stay in what am I doing? Because that will dictate 
what you need to do and how much work you need to put in. And I'm not saying that if you need to make five grand a month, then it's easy. I'm not saying that at all. It's really, it's really hard. But I'm just saying that there is nuance and there's differences depending on what kind of business and company you're aiming to get to. And therefore the conversation around this switches and pivots dependent on that. The other kind of thing to look at is that remembering it, this whole conversation is a belief system, right? It's based on belief systems. You have a belief system. I have a belief system. It's internal. We have these dialogues and these discussions and you can opt in and opt out of whatever you want. You can opt into working hard. You can opt out of the narrative of doing that. You can opt into the narrative of manifestation and again I'm not I'm not damning that because I am good at manifesting I've been realizing I'm very good at it and I'm good at manifesting money and I you know I totally get it I'm on board with that but I'm on board with it from a practical perspective I'm not on the camp of we're just gonna hope that this happens and see you know it's all gonna make sense but some people might be and so if that's a narrative you want to buy into buy into the belief system I am not here to change your belief system and I'm not here to you know, throw shade at anyone who chooses to do X, Y, and Z thing. Like, you do you, quite literally. But I just want you to remember that you choose what you opt in and what you opt out to. But what I would say is, ultimately, you have to do something. You have to choose something at some point. And if you are someone who isn't seeing the results you want to in your business, then I want to ask you, which belief system are you tapped into? And do you need to switch it up? Do you need to change something? What is the action you're taking? Is it that you're working really damn hard but you don't have any strategy and that's why it's not working? Then you need to go and find and seek out and come and work with someone like me or come and, you know, find someone who can help you. Maybe you've got all the strategy but you haven't actually done any of it. Many people get that. Come and get all the strategy, know what they're doing but can't actually do it. Paralysed with fear of what happens if they succeed. That's the sort of stuff that we need to have discussions around. That's the sort of stuff you need to question yourself about. Is it even about hard work or is it just about getting started in the first place? And then finally, I want to talk about working hard versus working smart. Because I work extremely smart. My clients work smart. We, I mean, I would say I work hard and smart. (laughs) But, you know, we work hard and... I mean, I'll share this with you, right? Right now I'm recording this. It is 17 minutes past 10 on a Wednesday evening. Some people will look at my life and think, if you looked at it, say, on Instagram, people just think, one, I don't work very much and it's easy and all the rest of it and that's fine, right? I'm not here to dictate a narrative to someone. But what I wanted to come on and say to you is, I had a leisurely morning this morning. I have the freedom of choosing what I wish to do. And that for me is the biggest success I can possibly ask for in the world. I slept till 11. I went to Marks and Spencers, which is a um, supermarket, if you're not in the UK, um, with my partner. And we went and did some food shopping. It was sunny. It was nice to catch up. He came off night shift. We had a lovely chat for an hour. I then came back and I started work. And I started work at half past 12. And I have worked. I had a half an hour No, I've had a half an hour break and an hour break and it's now 20 past, nearly 20 past 10, okay? But I'm choosing to do that. Now, I would say by my standards, you know, I've worked hard today. I've done a lot. In that time, what I've achieved, some of you will be like mind blowing of what I've done. Now, I'm not going to reel it all off because that is just boring, right? But the amount I have got through in that period of time 
is the same amount that some people would get through in three days, for example. Now that has come from me learning to work smart. It's come from me switching so much. It's come from me pushing myself and what I'm capable of doing so, so much and finessing smart working. I'm not saying use this as some kind of martyr and use me as some kind of example at all. I'm not suggesting you work till 20 past 10 on a night. I rarely do that now nowadays. Um, the only reason I am doing so today is because <laughs> I had a lot on my list I wanted to do and I was just in a flow. And when I'm in flow, I like to keep going because I think it is important. But I wanted to put that in perspective of you today to say, you can choose when you work. I never, ever get up at 5am, ever. I used to, before I got ill, and before I had a chronic illness, I was the 5am person, 4am sometimes. I got ill nearly four and a half years ago and my world switched upside down and I completely flipped in terms of timing. So now I'm a night owl. And so I sleep and I sleep for a long, long time. I slept for 11 hours last night. That for me is freedom, right? I don't care how hard I work. The fact I can sleep for 11 hours is like amazing. I'm like, great, how cool. So, so good. And so I really want to encourage you to think about working hard does not have to, if working hard in your head means you get up at 5am and you go to bed at 10 or you go to bed at 12 and you work the whole time, and you don't have a break. Like that is not what my definition of working hard is. And there is so much you can do to work smart, which means you work. So I choose at the moment. And again, this is all flexible, okay? I, I want to bring this in and say like, this is all nuanced and it's all flexible. And mine changes depending on the time of year, depending on um, my cycle, depending on like so much stuff it changes. But right now I'm choosing to do longer days. I prefer to do that and do less of them. So I will take a couple of days off this week. I've got some fun stuff planned, but I like to work really solidly. And when I'm working, it's like no one's talking to me. So like my other half knows she's working, leave her office door shut he'll knock on the door and come in and say hi, but like he ain't bothering me, right? Because I got my got my work head on, business mode, go, go, go. But I love doing that. It really helps me. It supports me. It works for where I'm at. I've had periods of my life where that hasn't been the case. I've had periods of my life where I've had to be bed bound and I've literally lay there and been able to sit up for half an hour at a time. It was five minutes and worked my way up to half an hour. I would do a piece of work for five, 10 minutes, half an hour max, and then lie down and do that alternating over like a three hour period. I mean, I have literally gone through so many different versions of what a productive work day looks like and what working hard looks like. It does not have to be one thing and it does not have to be one narrative. It changes, it changes and evolves like you do. So really take this as a sign for you to say, take stock of where you're at. Where are you going with it? What is a, what's aligned to you? What has felt good from this episode? Where have you felt really annoyed with me in this episode? Like, where have you been listening to me speak and you're like raging and full of hell and you want to like, just, you know, write loads of horrible comments to me. Like, if that's the case, like, that's okay. This is a grown-up conversation and it's a, the whole point of this podcast is to allow you to go through different phases and hopefully even in 40 minutes, you've maybe kind of uncovered a whole load of different things of where you internally feel like you're at but I'd really encourage you to think about how you work smarter as well as working hard or instead of working hard because smart working is really really important and it's something that changes the game for so many entrepreneurs and so many business owners because once you your productivity can get really high 
your high performance goes through the roof. And once you're a high performer, things just become easier. Life becomes easier because you start just seeing opportunities. You start seeing momentum and momentum is key. The whole reason I work hard is literally for momentum. That is the reason. I don't care what anyone else says. (laughs) To me, that is why I work hard. I work hard to build momentum because once I have momentum, it is so much easier. But when I do not have momentum, I get frustrated, I struggle, I get annoyed and I feel very, very kind of in the gutter and frustrated. And so if that is you, I'd encourage you to seek momentum and go and learn more about momentum because that is like a really big part of business and the compound effect is a really big part and and all of that kind of jazz, which is the whole of the podcast episode. But really, really encourage you to think about how can you work smarter? That is all for today's episode. There has been a lot. I want to thank you if you're this far through. I hope today has given you something to kind of think on, chew on, mull over, have a conversation with someone in your life about maybe. And, you know, really just allow yourself to think about what your perspective is on this because that's important and maybe journal on it. But yeah, I'm going to leave it there for a day. Have a lovely evening, day, morning, whatever you are doing, whenever you're listening to this. And I will speak to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time.